What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. My name is Adam. I am your host. On today's episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about prison football. So this week is the first off the line release, and then next week will be the official full release of the product, you know, retail, uh, hobby, all that kind of stuff. And at this, I mean, I guess at this point, it's it's probably a little bit too late for Panini really to make any type of changes to this Prism product, but it is kind of remarkable how over the past few years, Prism has gone from like the the go-to product, like the most important product for Panini. I mean, uh, for base product, I would say National Treasures, um, Immaculate, like the higher end RPA products are probably more important in the grand scheme of things, but a base from a base product it's pretty amazing how prism has gone from like in my opinion at least and i think this is i've seen this sentiment across social media and just i mean based on the print runs and populations and prices too i guess you could say i mean i think if you're looking at prism i think that this we're past the era where prism is going to be the go-to card for people, well, uh, the go-to card for people who are trying to invest in a player, and I know people don't like to investing in the term, but you know, whatever. I don't. It's at some point we have to just accept that that is a fact, and that's something that I talk about a little bit, but not super frequently. But it is, but you know, it's 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 a fact, like that people do invest in players, and you know, obviously sometimes players pan out, sometimes they don't. Whatever. That's that's the risk kind of you're taking when you're investing in something that has to do with sports, whether it's gambling or you know it's fantasy sports or it's sports cards or it's sports betting like i said but i feel i wish that prism almost had a bigger hold on the hobby still like i feel like panini should have like for football and for basketball i feel like it should be coming out during the championship like i feel like they miss the mark when it comes to when they're releasing this product like the draft for next year is coming up in like a few weeks. Like it's coming up in like a month and prism, which is supposed to be like, like I said, the most important rookie product is just coming out. So it's like, in my, in my opinion, it's just as it's a little bit ridiculous. And I mean, I guess, you know, the, it has changed a little bit. Like it used to be like an October, November release for football. And then basketball, it was like a, like middle of the season. But like, like I said, we are for football. We're, a month away from the from from the draft like the new rookies are going to be there's going to be new product and there's going to be overlap there there's always been overlap in the past but it's like they need to and this was something that I thought that they should have done last year and I know that these products there is a little bit of a runway when it comes to how long it takes to make them but at the same time they should just take the loss and just say we're there are certain products that we're just going to release all at the same time they're ready to go there's no point in waiting so that way we can get prism out at an optimal time and you know maybe it is they're looking at it and saying the draft and that's why they're bringing it out now but it's like it's net it's the year after's draft that they're coming out with this what's supposed to be the most important product and i think they're probably past they're past the point where they could honestly make a change or really fix the product. And I'm hoping that tops slash fanatics, whenever they take over the licenses, they have a better, that they have a better concept of when the products are going to be releasing. 
Um, I don't know what's going to happen with like the Panini brands. Like, I don't know what's what's going to happen with like Contenders or you know Prism or Optic. Like, obviously, if if Tops slash Fanatics, actually, I'm just going to use Fanatics because Top Fanatics is owned by Tops. If Fanatics comes in and buys Panini, then obviously they're going to be able to use those Panini brands. Or they're going to have to, like, license them or something, but at the same time, like, there's going to be, or Select is another one, but, like, Prism, Select, all those ones. They're going to come out for other sports, which right now, like, basically only have soccer. That's going to be soccer and then WWE, UFC. So, like, that's what, that's the, those are going to be the products for those companies. But it's the same thing, like, Prism, WWE should be coming out around WrestleMania. Like, it, it, the timing of these products, I think, needs to be more thought out. Like, I, you know, Series 1 for baseball came out kind of around the time that opening, or not opening day, but spring training was started, so I think that's smart. I think that there needs to be more of a thought process of when the companies are releasing products and not just releasing them willy-nilly throughout the year, like... Like, Series 2 should come out, like, during the All-Star game, and then Topps Update should come out, like, during the World Series or something along those lines. Like, I... I, I guess maybe there is some sort of a thought process when it comes to like when they can come out with the products based on how long it takes them to make them. Like I get that they for base, I feel like for all the sports though it's different. Like baseball, they there's no way to really the rookie class is kind of up in the air throughout the whole entire year, and there's no there is rhyme or reason, but it's it's sort of like random who is included and who's not included. Where like football and basketball, it's well known. It's you know the the drafts, the players that are in the draft. Most of them are going to be making their debuts. Uh, at least if you're a first rounder, first rounder, second rounder for football, third third and fourth rounders for football. But like for football too, it's like almost they're mostly position players that are getting these rookie cards. So like the offensive linemen, unfortunately, some of the defensive linemen, maybe linebackers, they're not exactly on the forefront when it comes to how they're trying to promote the product. Um, but yeah, just overall, like I think, I feel like Prism also, like I said, with Panini sort of losing all the licenses, they're, they're trying to probably make the most amount of money they can right now. I'm not 100% sure if Panini has... I don't think it's a publicly traded company, so it's not it's not like a thing where they have to answer to like investors, but I'm sure there's, you know, the owners of the company are still looking at it and saying, "We're going to try and make the most amount of money they can." And I think unfortunately that has hurt that's hurt the the landscape of cards a little bit. Like when it comes to like Prism and maybe some of the bigger base products. Like I think the Fanatics move was probably something, and I know that I think Panini and people at Panini came out with statements that, and, and, and Tops and MLB and said that this kind of came out of nowhere, but like these are billion dollar decisions. There's no way that there's no leaks to these companies that this is going to happen. Like there's, and, and, and honestly, if there are no leaks, if one, that's on a Fanatics side, that's uh, pretty impressive, but from a Panini side, that's like, that's like a little bit pathetic in my opinion. Like how do you not know like your biggest money make, how do you, how do you, how are you not keeping track of what your biggest money making thing is within your company? Like if you have, like, especially when it comes to licensing and I, I guess you could look at it and say, well, you know, maybe 
fanatics just came over the top rope and said like we're we're going crazy and we didn't have this offer and maybe it was like a first type of offer thing and fanatics really just like blew tops out of the water or blew the MLB and ML or, and, and uh, NBA players associations out of the water and said like these are these is what this is what we want to do this is what we're trying to do uh, here's the offer um, we want to take over these entities in the next you know five to five half decade or whatever um and, and you know maybe there wasn't any negotiation back and forth like like i said maybe maybe fanatics came over the top and brought in such a, a massive deal and i don't know if that says something about panini or it says something about tops where the that fanatics could come in it's it's all like i said it's all hearsay and no one will never officially know what the truth is here like and like i said i don't know if that says something about like panini and tops like maybe they weren't Toss not necessarily as much because MLB, I'm sure there probably wasn't, but like NFL, NBA, like maybe Panini was coming in and just was like, because the sports card market, I feel like is very nuanced and can be very complicated for someone who's not in it on a day-to-day basis. So like the person who's negotiating licenses and all of these types of things at the players associations at these sports, like maybe they don't know what the actual price tag should be on these entities like you know and panini for example like they're just out here they're they're making these products and they're saying well we it's it's just a number on a spreadsheet for example like prism for us sh- is is like one of the most important products but prism for panini it's just another number on a spreadsheet that the you know the the marketing and the finance people look at and say well this is you know Prism made us X amount of profit and revenue based on, you know, how much it costs to produce the product. So, like, for us, it's more important. It seems like it's more important, but for the companies, like, it's just another number on a sheet. Like, and especially when, you know, we have seen over the past few years the diminishing quality control from Panini specifically. Like, Tops, it's it's been okay, but it's never been, like, a huge issue. I feel like with with panini like you're seeing almost on a daily basis people tweeting people coming out on instagram all these types of social media platforms saying like look at look at what's happened to these cards like these cards are off-centered they're bad quality like if you look at a lot of and, and i mean even going back to like 2018 for example like 2018 prison basketball like the grading scale like if you look at the if you look at a hundred different listings of like a Luca Prism base card, you can see like a hundred, you could see multiple different centerings on these cards, which is, it sort of is like, it, that's on also on PSA as well. I mean, cause I said, like I said, all of these, um, all of these things that these companies do, they're just numbers on a spreadsheet to a person who's in the finance department like the people who are in the marketing decisions like they sure they can try and say we want to do this because it's going to help the customers but it's like if they if they can't if they can't point to a reason why the thing that they want to do is going to make the company more money then most likely it's not going to happen uh the person whose decision it is to increase the print run because they said we uh we can produce because if you think about it i think about it in two kind of ways like because if they order if they're ordering more of the cards to be produced in bulk that means they're probably spending a little bit less per card or whatever i don't know what the you know what the profit margin on a specific card or a specific pack or boxes but like if they're producing more of it 
uh, it's twofold. They're going to make more money because it's going to probably sell out. Like Prism is is still a product that people want to buy, and most likely, like first off the line, there's a probably a pretty good chance that it's going to sell out. Um, but also, if they can make more of it, that means they can probably get a better discount on the per unit, whatever their unit is, uh, price of the production of the cards themselves. Like. Like, I think, sure, you can probably go to, like, a Target or Walmart or Barnes & Noble or wherever you get cars, and you can probably find Prism um, Basketball. Uh, you can probably find these cards on the shelves. But, like, for the most part, they're, they're looking at it from that standpoint where it's like, if we increase the print run, we'll make X amount more money on the product. And even if there is, you know, I, I, I'm going to make up some numbers here, and this may or may not make this may or may not be uh, the correct way to look at it. But like, um, I think the analogy is going to make sense. If they can impre- increase the print run by 20%, there may be 5% left on the shelves. But like the that fifth, and this is where the numbers might not make sense. The 15 per, that 15% difference in the 20% increase in print run is going to profit them more because then like i said i think in theory they should it's like ordering because when i've ordered t-shirts in the past like custom designed t-shirts like the more t-shirts you order the less you're paying per t-shirt so like there is a margin there where more money is going to be made on the front end of the production of the cards and then on the back end of selling the cards and we like i said we don't know necessarily what the total print run of these products are and i don't think we ever will Um, And I think, unfortunately, it is going to be sort of a speculative thing for, you know, card people and collectors and all the uh, people who buy cards. Um, And now that Panini has gotten to the point where they only have a couple years left, like if if Panini and this is coming from a person who wants to wants to see the hobby succeed and be successful and companies be successful, like. If Panini had another 10 years of having the NFL license, I wish that they would just take, you know, whatever 10 products they still have left or however many products are left and just say, we're releasing them all at the same time so that way we can start fresh, we can start new with this new draft class. Like, they should be coming out with, with the draft, they should be coming out with draft products now. Like, they should be coming out with the products that are draft-related during the draft. Like, that, it seems like it would be a no-brainer, but also at the same time, like I said, they're, they're, they're still trying to catch up a little bit probably from the pandemic. But at some point, we're three years past 2020, so at some point, you just kind of have to either cut your losses or you have to, you know, figure out a way to combine these products into, like, a... You know, I know they do the uh, Chronicles product, which I don't think they would be able to do with some of these products. But, like, I almost feel like they should figure out a way to – they have to figure out – I wish that they would do this, and that they probably won't. But I wish that they would figure out a way to maybe repackage the products and put packs in, a, like, a Chronicles-type product where instead of different cards within each pack, it's different – packs within each box like figure out a way to make like a different not chronicles but like a new obviously would have to kind of be a new brand and then just take all the old products and combine them into one and if unfortunately that means you have to take a little bit of a loss when it comes to you know you can't sell all the individual products then that's just what you're going to have to do because they at some point they and they're not going to but at some point if they had the 10 years i figure they would have had to have 
just reset the calendar because I just don't think the calendar makes sense when it comes to the marketing of the products during a certain time of the year. Uh, like championships, like it should be the major products should be coming out when there's something big happening in that individual sport. Um, I don't know if that's ever going to be like, you know, you know, uh, like World Series. There's a t big Tops product that comes out. Uh, the draft. There should be draft products that are coming out during the draft. Like that. Like I said, that seems like it would be a no-brainer. It seems like that would make sense. But I guess maybe there's something where they have to be drafted for a product to come out with them. But it's like I now with the NIL deal. Well, and now that also Panini also has lost the. You know, now that unfortunately Panini has lost that license, Tops did come out with the Bowman U product over the past few months. Um, but I almost feel like they should have, and I guess maybe, I don't know. It's it, This is all speculation. It's all kind of just things that I, kind of things that I'm thinking about when it comes to cards because I want them to be better and I want people to enjoy cards more. And I feel like there's ways that you can market them differently to help the growth of the industry in a way that you can then market it also in certain times of the year, uh, I guess. I don't know. And it's maybe it's even like less draft products are coming out. Like, I don't know. Like, Tops has really only come out with the one Bowman U product. It's not a – and maybe, honestly, we may just not see many more draft products from Panini. Like, I don't know if the – if the NIL deal for tops means that Panini can't come out with college products anymore, I'm not hundred percent sure if that's the case. Um, like in the future, obviously I think Panini still has draft products coming out now, but it's like, I just, I just wish that there was a way that they could figure out like, because like even the, you know, the Cade Cunningham, Jalen green draft, that was two drafts ago. And we're still seeing, we're still like they we're still seeing that prison product on shelves like i don't know if it's maybe that shouldn't be the case like that product shouldn't still be on the shelves like it should be sold out at this point i guess but at the same time like i said there's probably the the, the increase in print run means they're going to make more money from more people buying the products they're going to make more money from being able to produce it at a lower cost and even if there is maybe that 5% that's still on the shelves, like there's still that margin where they increased it enough that the 5% that's left isn't, isn't a huge thing. But also the other thing is too, like it, it's not like Panini hasn't, Panini has sold all the cards. Like that's kind of the other thing that's like annoying in a way because it's like Panini has sold all the cards that all the prism cards that would have been produced to you know the retailers or the hobby shops. So it's not like it's not like Panini is coming out with more of this product every single you know week or month or whatever. It's like the the product is being distributed to these stores and whether it's not being put out because it hasn't sold or whatever the reason is that it's still on the shelves like the money that Panini has made has pretty much already been made. Like, sure, I think you could probably go to Panini's website and buy Prism, I would guess. But I don't, like, it's it's just, it's annoying to me in a way. And I, and I, I don't know. It's more just I want to figure out a way to make things better for everybody. So it's more of just like a brainstorming kind of session that episodes that are like this where I'm thinking how can we make things better, how, th how things can overall be better. Um but yeah, I mean, that's kind of my thoughts on, you know, prison football being released like in the next week or so, because it's like the prison, the biggest product is being released when the next set of rookies is already going to be rookies. And it's like, 
if they, I guess this this will be the last point that I want to that I want to make. It's like, I guess if if Panini was making the conscious decision to release rookie cards the year after or like a long time after the players are drafted, long after the season, so that way there isn't like this crazy secondary market for some of these rookie cards while the season's going on. Like that, I think that makes sense too. Like that's kind of the other thing, but I don't think that's what Panini's doing. I think that they're just behind on products and they're just pushing it. They're pushing the products back. So that way they can keep releasing them. And at some point they have to catch up, but you know, maybe they won't, who knows? Like, I don't know. Uh, but that, yeah, that's kind of my thoughts. Prism's coming out soon. Uh, I know they've come out with the designs for Prism Basketball as well. I think that's coming out, got to be in a couple months. I mean, usually they come out with the designs, and then they come out with the product a few months later. I have seen the design, so, I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, But that's all I've got. So thank you all for for listening to this episode. Uh, Make sure you go follow on all the socials, you know, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, all those places. Thank you all for watching, or, or sorry, thank you all for listening, and I'll see you in the next one.